0: Welcome to the Bambushi Happy Hour. I am Peju Bambushi-Ronthensperger. Hi everyone, and I'm Naomi Bambushi. And this is Bambushi Happy Hour film and TV edition. How are you, Mom? What's going on? Oh, I'm doing wonderfully, daughter. Everything is everything
1: on my end. How are you?
0: um everything is really good um it's been a really pretty uh, productive day i cannot complain um since we last did the podcast warnock has been declared the winner of uh, for senator in georgia so we are very happy about that and obviously Brittany griner uh is home
1: hey. oh i'm so happy Oh, yeah. Oh, welcome home, Brittany. Welcome home. And oh, I hope you are well. And um, I hope you have a wonderful uh, transition uh, to um, home, to, you know, to coming home again and and to your family, you know, because I know it just was a lot. Oh, my goodness. You know, I'm just just happy that you're home happy oh, to yeah. come and also our heart goes out for Paul and the what's the family's name the Whelan family?
0: family yeah oh,
1: um, you know our heart goes out and um you're in our prayers and we hope and pray that you'll be home soon
0: yeah um you know i'm sending so much positive vibes and you know to those of so to those people who believe in prayer and in prayer, um, as well to the family, and um, you know we're glad Brittany is here. The fight is not over, though. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. All right. So, Ma, what are we sipping on today? Let's see. We have some highway vodka from good okay. old friend of the show, Ben. Okay. So you want to do a toast, Ma?
1: Wonderful. Yes, I do. You ready?
0: I'm always ready.
1: Okay. Here is to uh, welcoming Brittany home, mm-hmm. uh, and and hopefully, as I said before, Paul will be coming home soon.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: he is to health, wealth, happiness, long life, and prosperity. Salud. Salud. Oh, nice and robust. Mm hmm. Excellent.
0: All right. Woo, 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 woo. You don't have to do that. All, All right. right. Come on. What you got? Okay. So you know we're talking about movies. First okay. movie we had we had a few movies this week. Okay. So my, this okay. one is Emancipation, starring Will Smith, Ben Foster, and Charmaine Bingway, directed okay. by Antoine Fuqua.
1: Okay.
0: So we, so we know this is telling the story. Based on real, you know, real events about this man, Peter, who was an enslaved man in Louisiana who escaped for freedom. So Will Smith character, Peter, is the subject of, you know, the photograph with um, the keloid scarring from... The, the wounds, the stab, the, uh, what do you call it? The wounds. Uh, being
1: beaten with whipped and whipped so Correct. much. And, and so, tied and so down, great. tied up, tied up or tied down mm-hmm. and being whipped across his back. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: And yes. Yes. And so that's who the character is is based on. That's who uh, Will Smith is playing. And then we have Ben Foster who is playing a inhumane, evil slave master. And we have uh, Charmaine playing Will Smith's uh, wife, and he also has some children in, in this in this film. So, Ma, do you want me to go, or do you uh, do you have something that you want to say before I, I give my opinion?
1: Uh, however you want us to do it, sweetie, it's all up to you.
0: Okay, you can you can go first.
1: Okay, let you me know. hear my thoughts. I did not view the movie. I opted not to see the movie. I was aware of the subject matter. I saw a couple of the commercials and, you know, the trailer, I guess I should say, is more accurate. And I decided that being a woman of a certain age, I've seen a number of movies in this particular genre regarding this specific, very hurtful subject matter. And I decided for me, a woman of a certain age and a certain experience, I did not need to see another movie in this vein. I didn't see anything to be gained in seeing another enslaved African, another one of my, ancestors or the depiction of another one of my ancestors enslaved, being enslaved, period. And then all those other things that went along with it that actually happened to my ancestors. Being beaten, being food food deprived, housing deprived, love deprived, basic shelter divide, uh, uh, deprived and just being treated as a subhuman, I didn't see anything at all to be gained for me mm-hmm. to view another one of these type movies. The only value I see in a movie like this would be for people who have not already seen this kind of movie. Oh. That would be... I, Please, daughter, let me share my thought. Okay, I was just going to... For me, for me, Mm -hmm. in my opinion, this movie would have value for someone who hasn't seen this particular kind of movie over and over and over again. Even the Holocaust movies, I don't need to see anymore. I've seen enough depictions of Jewish sisters and brothers being led into the gas chamber, being mutilated, being humiliated, being subjugated to all kinds of subhuman treatment. I don't need to see any more of these pictures. There's nothing to be gained for me. I find it hurtful, I find it upsetting, and those movies are valuable for people who maybe need to learn the history. But for me, I refuse to watch it because I've seen it time and time again and did not want to subject myself to that again. Okay. I don't need to be reminded because I'll never forget. So I didn't watch it and I have no interest in watching those kinds of movies again.
0: Okay. Well,
1: I'm sorry, sweetie. I don't mean to be rude, but I didn't want you to cut me off mid-sentence. I want to complete my full thought because it's very emotional for me. So I did not want to see it. Those movies are good for those who need to be reminded, or for okay. those who just have never even seen anything like that before.
0: Ma, okay, okay. I, no, okay. I, I hear, I hear everything you're saying. I respect that, and I'm there with you. Um, I did, however, watch it. Uh, well, I good. just, I don't think that I am going to watch any other films that are revol. Uh, Revolving around the theme of slavery. I understand this was supposed to be uh, marketed as a film about freedom, but for the bulk of the film, it depicted slavery and it was extremely hard to watch. Um, I thought it was very graphic, very hopeful. It it was very, and I felt that the director, Antoine Foucault, you know, he did a good job as far as, um, you know, creatively. Uh, however, this wasn't something that I felt needed to be made into a movie. Um, maybe if someone wanted to do a documentary on it that you can watch and just kind of gain knowledge, but to put this and make this into more of entertainment, entertainment. entertainment um, right? I had, a, I had a problem with it because listen, it's, it's triggering for most Black people at this Absolutely. stage of the game. Absolutely. Um, and yeah. so, and I've, and in my, and I know I haven't seen anywhere near as many films as you've seen that depicted slavery, but I've seen quite a bit. And yeah. after 12 yeah. Years of Slave, I said I had enough. And look, I I, I just can't anymore. Um, well what
1: said, I well said.
0: Yeah. So what I will say is that the acting was fine. Um, you know, it was, it was okay. It was well done for the most part. Um, But I didn't think it was anything that blew me away. Um, I'm going to give this um, a premium six and, you know, and that, that's it. So, all right. So let's move on to something um, a lot more uplifting and upbeat. New and of Orleans. course, I
1: recused myself, guys. I'm sorry. I recused myself, okay? Because I did not see it, okay?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, so the next film is on com- the com- complete opposite of the spectrum, my uh, New Orleans Noel, starring Keisha Knight Pullum, her husband, her real-life husband, Brad James, Patty LaBelle, and we hadn't seen him in a while. At least I hadn't seen him, Tim Reed. So uh, oh, yeah, it was yeah. nice to see Tim Reed. So this was a lifetime feel-good Christmas movie. Um, Keisha and her real-life husband, they play uh, former college classmates who both studied architecture, but they were complete opposites, um, just in personality-wise. And by chance, they meet up because they have something in common with Keisha Knight Pullum's client who happens to be Patti LaBelle and Patty LaBelle also happens to be Brad James's grandmother in the in the film so my, what are you yeah, the queen of pralines oh the queen of pralines yes yeah and yeah. I always said pralines <laughs> so no no they say
1: they say they pralines say pr- I
0: know I, I, I always I, I always
1: said pralines too but they say no pralines, pralines.
0: okay yeah. so my what is yeah. what did what did you give this movie well
1: as these Christmas movies go uh I'm gonna give it a premium I'm gonna give it a seven and I'm giving it a premium because it was just so corny and so sweet mm-hmm. you just had to enjoy it you know mm-hmm. you could bring you could. I mean all the family could watch it whoever wanted to watch it and it once again it had such beautiful scenery and you just could smell the food that you couldn't actually taste. Everything was just so beautiful, so lovely, and it was so positive. The theme, of course, was just so common. You know, uh, she's en route to something else, seeking, she's a career woman seeking something else, and she, you know, falls in love or finds love along the way, you know, blah, 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 blah. You know, so it was very fairy ish which is, what we look for around the holidays because for some reason no matter how happy the holidays are real life always you know hits us okay, okay. so so what I'm going to say is that for that hour and a half two hours uh I enjoyed it it was fun, light-hearted very uh much a fantasy okay mm-hmm. Um, but just but just beautiful and pretty and happy and sweet and all the things and you know utopian you know and all the things that we'd like to experience somewhere along the life along this lifetime okay and so for that reason I enjoyed it you know
0: so I I, once again I agree with pretty much everything that you said uh however i'm gonna give it a much lower uh score than you i'm gonna go with a still premium but a low premium at a 5.5 5. Oh, um, oh yeah uh oh. i thought it was cute i thought it was sweet i thought it was festive uh, but, you know, a lot of these holiday movies, or at least I've seen a couple holiday movies that I thought were really, really good. Like uh, when we, wa- we watch Noel Diary, I thought that that went to a different level and it was much better than I had anticipated. Well, Noel
1: Diary was a little more... A little more... um It was romantic? It was serious. a holiday
0: movie? Yeah, but it was
1: a little more serious. You know, she's looking for a mom she doesn't have, and yeah. he's estranged from the dad. They mm-hmm. brought a little more real-life problems into it. Yeah, but what Home made Alone... It, made it good, made
0: it interesting, but it didn't make it fantasy but home alone was also a comedy in a christmas movie and
1: and it was total fantasy and a comedy and home alone was a comedy and it was it was hilarious well i'm
0: i'm i'm sticking with a 5.5 for this i'm sticking
1: Um, with what did i say you said
0: a seven
1: i say seven seven (laughs) so
0: you know hey hey guys you know romantic
1: you know i'm a romantic you know i love the fantasy of it
0: no i I got it all right so let let's move on to another movie that uh, i think is out on peacock now and we mentioned this probably a couple of months ago when the film came out in the theaters and it didn't do as well as the uh, producers and the writer anticipated and Mm -hmm. this is gross yeah, And this is starring Billy Eichner. And everybody knows Billy Eichner. Billy Eichner, he does the, the skits on the street when he walks up to everybody and asks them questions. You know, and, and obviously he's an actor, comedian. Uh, and Luke McFarlane. And this is a rom-com about two gay men who are commitment phobes. And so Billy Eichner's character is a curator at an LGBTQIA museum. And also the host of a podcast, and Luke's character is a probate attorney. So they're very opposites as far as their personalities are. Concerned. Yeah, but he, but Luke wants to quit the the attorney. He wants to. Oh well, my, we, my, we don't need to tell uh, oh, that okay. oh, oh, okay. movies, oh, all that information. Remember for movies, we don't. Guys. Do all right, you'll find out when you watch it. Uh, <laughs> good. But before you go in, because you're about to go in, my issues with this movie. Is that it's not very clever? That a lot of the jokes are extremely familiar. There's a lot of, um, you know, gay stereotypes and tropes, and I wasn't really happy with it. Um, we know about the like the hypersexual, uh, non-commitment, uh, multiple partners, superficial physical attributes. All of this stuff we've seen before. And they didn't do it in a funny, clever way to me. What are your your, your thoughts on Bros, Mom?
1: The best thing about this whole movie, in my opinion, was his song. What's his name?
0: Billy Acton? Billy. Oh, he has a good voice.
1: Yeah. He had a good voice in yeah. his song. I didn't even particularly like the song, Love is Not Love or whatever. Right. Um, I didn't particularly like the title of the song, but he sang it well. That was the best thing about the whole movie. I didn't find it interesting at all. I found it silly. I found it very stereotypically uh, offensive. You know, uh, I just really wasn't feeling the movie much at all. I'm giving it a five.
0: Okay, uh, a premium five, right?
1: Yeah, well, Okay. Yeah. yeah
0: I yeah, I guess I'm with you. I don't want to give it a complete hooch because you know, there were some things that were a little bit funny, but for the most part, I think it was lazy mm-hmm. and I think that Billy Eichner thought uh that it was better than it was. i I, I believe you S- know it too, you
1: know, I mean, come on. You know, we've seen you know things, movies and and series and everything with a the gay theme mm-hmm. done much better. And right. gay love stories done beautifully. Yeah, you know, I'm sorry, don't hear me that. You it just, know, I mean, because, I, men, because you put two men in it in love and call it bros. You know, people have loved each other irrespective to gender for years. Okay, mm-hmm. you ain't fooling us, honey. Don't throw it, up some crap and call it bros and tell us it's supposed to be a great. They,
0: they were men in their forties, yeah. who should have been at a different level in life uh, as that, far that as maturity been, is concerned. Very silly, right.
1: and it was not
0: sweet. It was no.
1: charming. It was just crude and silly and just you know no two no. things.
0: Two things that I'll say, ma, besides what you mentioned about Billy Eichner's voice, um, where the trans men. There was no trans men that I'm aware of that were represented, right. and, in the film. and and that's
1: discriminatory too. I don't like that. I don't right. like that. There was no trans men, only trans women. Right. You see, is that the world we live in now? Right. Where's we, How are all these movies? There's always only men, men, trans mm-hmm. women, or gay men. Right. Where's where, where the
0: trans men? Right. And, women. You know, no, right, no, no and. What I did like is that he hired a lot of LGBTQ plus members. Like Good. the majority of the cast was members of the LGBTQ community. Well, even, that's the least he so, could do. If, so he's, even,
1: if he's making a LGBTQ movie, even yeah, that's the least he could do.
0: My, even the actors that played straight characters well, well so um well, but that's, that's good we well, get that's it, good
1: because know. it's been the reverse all these years so oh. that's what it should be right oh, wonderful so, you know that's good good but you know as far as the movie no you know i don't care who told you something i don't care who told you that was a good movie honey they are bsing you it was not
0: so i'm gonna give it a low premium five yeah okay, okay. and our fourth movie of the week is lady chatterley's lover and this is this is starring emma corinne and everybody remembers her from the crown she played the young princess diana or maybe some of you don't remember uh but she was really good and won an emmy for that role uh and jack o'connell and this based on the famous book and i'm embarrassed to say that i had not heard of the book but i did my research and i saw it's extremely popular Absolutely. So it's about a young woman, Constance, who wasn't, who was a little more experienced back then uh, compared to a lot of women um, when she got married. And she married a man who um, went to war and he got injured. And after that, things changed completely in a marriage. They weren't necessarily great to begin with, but a day after they got married, he went away to war came back and their relationship really shifted and she had some needs that weren't being met by her husband. And so eventually she had to take a lover. And so that's what this is about, Ma. What are your thoughts on Lady Chatterley's lover?
1: Um, It was a beautiful love story. I liked it a lot. Uh, I thought she was put in an untenable situation for the time it was very difficult for a woman who had very limited options in terms of generating income, very limited, respectable options. And she was almost totally dependent on the the man, the husband, you know, for financial support. And it was very difficult for her. And she was not able to have a sexual relationship with her husband due to his, the injuries he sustained in the, in the, um, In the war, in the in the army.
0: Well can I just say something, Mom? Absolutely. Because you you mentioned that the way that this character was depicted in the movie, we don't he didn't seem like he was that interested in having sex. Yes,
1: he did. He had a very bad attitude. So we don't really know before the injuries, what I mean. Right. (laughs) We don't really know what the situation was before and and how much of it really was attributable to his injuries. But mm-hmm. in any event, we know that they did not have after the in, after the injuries, they did not have a sexual relationship at all. Mm-hmm. And he even suggested to her that, you know, th- he would understand if she were to take a lover or so on and so forth. Well, she didn't jump up and do it right away, but eventually the inevitable happened. She was a healthy woman and eventually...
0: and a young woman
1: it doesn't even
0: matter her age but
1: she was a very young woman she was a healthy woman Mm -hmm. with a healthy appetite and so she you know eventually she became uh involved with the groundskeeper and I'm not okay I'm not gonna go too far I'm just (laughs) gonna say this okay I'm just gonna say this I thought it was a wonderful love story I'm not saying what happened with him and her, but I'm just saying she eventually, you know, did seek, you know, companionship someplace else. And I am going to, well, many people know Lady Chatterley anyway. What I'm going to say is that Lady Chatterley is something that has been around so long. A lot of older generation people know about it. All jokes aside, no offense to anyone in any age group because Lady Chatterley has been around for a long time. And it's something that a lot of younger people may not know about. You know, is totally understandable. Okay, so yeah. let me put it out there because that's the truth of it. Okay, yeah. So what I, I want to say is that it's a wonderful love story. It's a it was very unorthodox at the time, but uh, you know what happened happened, and it was just a beautiful love story. And I enjoyed it, and I thought the the uh, actors were excellent. I thought the actors, what do you give it? Really, I'm I'm going with I'm uh, going with an eight top shelf i'm going with the top shelf okay Um,
0: remember we got to remind everybody what the numbers are because all right sweetie well they know Um, it's good Mm -hmm. yeah uh i um i really enjoyed it um i really enjoyed it i thought it now it is explicit the sex scenes are explicit just putting that out there for everyone they're pretty graphic but they're also they're also realistic you know for film without actually being pornography. Um, And I thought that was really cool. Um, I, something, a couple of things that Ma said, well, one thing that she said regarding her and her lover, She left a little out there for you guys to go and see because it didn't exactly happen that way, which is good. So you guys can go check it out. Um, But I thought it was really, 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 really well done. And I think um, and I love how a woman was put her sexuality was put at the forefront and that we get to see that. This book was banned for some years because yes. of the subject matter. So oh, I'm it's going very controversial. Yeah. You know, back in
1: its day. Oh, yes. it was very controversial. Absolutely. Yeah. Very risque. I'm, yeah.
0: I'm gonna give this a top shelf um as well. Um, and I'm going with the 8.5 top shelf.
1: Okay. So, oh, wonderful. And for those of you uh, mostly younger people who haven't heard of it, um, watch it. The movie is very good. Watch the movie, read the book, whichever. Yeah. Very good. It's uh, I think the author is D.H. Lawrence.
0: Yeah, and I think you're correct, Ma. Okay. All right, guys. All right. So now we're switching over to. Well, this is actually um, a limited series, a docu series, and it is Harry and Megan. Oh my, Harry and, and Megan, ladies and gentlemen, this is very popular right now on Netflix, and we know this is telling the story of everything going on with them, their uh, courtship, and their background. Um, and so Ma, you can start off uh, and tell me what you think about it. Um. Well, uh, <laughs> uh,
1: I think it is, uh, I think they've taken an opportunity to discuss their experiences and their romance. I think I think it's a, a lovely, lovely story of two people who I think were genuinely attracted to each other. Mm-hmm. I like the, the once again, the fantasy and the romance of it. I like how they got together and mm-hmm. they were attracted, not, not how it, uh, in the sense that they were, you know, did an Instagram thing or whatever, mm-hmm. not that piece. I like it that when they got together, Mm -hmm. They had such strong chemistry Mm -hmm. and they had such strong attraction that they just sort of wanted to go further and further and further. Mm
0: -hmm. And I
1: like how they were not, um, Meg, Megan in particular, was not discouraged by all of the uh, uh, invasive invasiveness of having a relationship with Harry because there's a you know the media and this and that and and she went through a lot and they explained all of those things I like how that did not destroy their their relationship in addition to all the other obstacles you know having to do with the you know uh racism social norms uh and just the history that mm-hmm. Harry comes from. I like how both of them were able to come together and figure it out. And, and uh, to me, uh, you know, a relationship like that is, is probably very difficult. It's probably all relationships are difficult on some level, but I think that they had some pretty big obstacles ahead of them and they conquered lots of obstacles along the way in my opinion Uh, a lot of people would have said oh it's not worth it I'm not dealing with this and he too may have said you know uh, it would be much easier for me to be more conformist it would be easier for my entire life if I just you know uh, chose differently and I think he just went with his heart
0: I, oh, and
1: and 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 I think she did too.
0: I think uh, that Harry and Meghan do love each other. I do. Obviously, it's you know it is a love story. Um, I do like that. Um, I think that Harry. Uh, I think that so far in the first three um, episodes that they release has been very as honest as you know as honest as any. A celebrity a royal person could be um, yeah. and just kind of um being vulnerable and letting people in and i i really like that a lot um i don't and i don't want to be that person i haven't gotten the strong feeling from megan that i have gotten from harry um and you know and maybe because you mentioned this to me um when we were talking you know off or off, offset uh, off the record kind of um how you think that Megan probably didn't necessarily get uh, the uh, talk about racism um, that she should have gotten because she appeared to be very, um, to me, naive when it came to racism. And then I didn't like that she said that she had never been treated like a black woman before prior to whatever incident that was in um the docu series and that to me there was an issue in the way that she said it and it was just kind of her not being so self aware maybe she is self aware now but she's always been a woman during this whole thing and her whole courtship with harry she's been a woman in her 30s and you know early mid 30s or whatever it is until now she's in her early 40s she was never a young girl so I don't understand that part um so that bothered me but I do believe that she really loves Harry and I believe that Harry loves her um and I think that this documentary this docuseries is really interesting um and I am enjoying it now people can say whatever they want to say about oh you know them there this is a way for them to monetize or getting money okay well everybody else is getting money off of them why can't they get money from their own story? Like, I'm totally fine with that.
1: Me too. I have no issue with that. I mean, they have to live. They have to make their living. And these are the circumstances they find themselves in, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, to some extent of their choosing and some extent not. Because Harry was just sort of born into whatever he was born into. And Mm -hmm. to a great extent, he has rejected it. Mm-hmm. you know so yeah. more so than many people you know yeah. he wasn't he wasn't uh cast away mm-hmm. like uh, like prince andrew you right. know he walked away you right. know and 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 that is what he chose to do he chose his wife he chose his lifestyle you know and he um, chose
0: his family so, i like that he didn't hide yeah. from his you know mistakes because we all make mistakes the yeah. the nazi wearing the the, the nazi costume he, when he was he, he younger from, completely right yeah he you said know he
1: did it and he was wrong and they, and that was a, a big mistake, you know yeah. and uh and I go for it, you know yeah, and he None never
0: said, said without you know mistakes so and he you know. and, and he never said that he didn't party or was wild or did drugs. He said some of it was true and some of it wasn't some of it was you know he was yeah. very honest about that. I the only thing like I said with Megan and I don't want to be like that with Megan is I don't feel as though she's dug down deep inside into some of the things that maybe she's not so proud of. And I kind of want to see that from her.
1: Well, Um, let's see. So let's let's see.
0: see. Let's see what happens if
1: she opens up more and more and more because you know she is a woman. She does have two children, and children having being a parent also makes you uh, more honest than you (laughs) may be if you don't have children because you know because you become protective and you view the world in a different way because you want to also protect your children so Mm -hmm. sometimes that makes you more vulnerable all the way around
0: Mm -hmm. you know
1: in in other aspects of your life that maybe you hadn't even considered Mm
0: -hmm. you know
1: before you know so and maybe this experience with the royal family has made her consider things that she had not considered
0: Considered before okay so let's so yeah so there's um, um so there's going to be three more episodes that are going to be, they come out um, on Thursdays. And so we'll talk about the the final three next week. Okay. Okay. Oh, so my, my- uh, next show that we've been watching and it's almost to the end. Um, it was the penultimate episode of white Lotus and white Lotus has gotten so much better over the past couple of episodes. Uh, a lot of craziness going on with, with white Lotus uh first off, mom, Tanya, who uh aka Jennifer Coolidge, what is going on with her? Um, was she having sex with a man? Um, what was the photo that she saw in the mansion? Uh she had some type of reaction to. Yeah, it looked right. like to me, and I don't know how much you paid attention to this. It looked like to me, uh Oh, a young version of Greg on that picture with uh, Quentin. So I don't know. I couldn't see who was on there, but definitely it was
1: someone she recognized. Yes. It, was something, it was someone she recognized and it shocked her when she saw right. the photo. And, but but that, I couldn't tell who it was. And yes. that's
0: scaring me because Quentin, we now know, is not who he says he is because he was having sex with his supposed to be nephew. We know that's not his nephew, right? Um, and we know he's not as wealthy as he pretends. We know he's broke. We know he's right. looking
1: for money, right. right?
0: And so we don't know if that he is connected and, to and right. and even we have to
1: look at the way he met. Uh. Jennifer Coolidge, Tanya. We have to look at the way he met her. Right. If you recall, he's there in that hotel. Right. Around that hotel. And all of a sudden, he just sees her and he starts lavishing all these compliments on mm-hmm. her about her clothing and her this and how gorgeous and this and that and mm-hmm. he starts extending invitations he really ingratiated her he introduced himself to her and he starts to ingratiate himself to her right away
0: mm-hmm. as
1: if contrived right
0: okay. So that and is very
1: scary to me so right, i don't know right. so um, so and and then we know all of a sudden Greg is missing and we know mm-hmm. he's on the phone with somebody mm-hmm. and we don't know who
0: could be this guy quentin well,
1: there you go right. and we don't know what's up so yeah so lots of of uh intrigue and suspense going on right there right Man, and that what, what right
0: and and that guy um what i don't remember like the, the young guy with portia the assistant he was the one that kind of started spilling the beans and I do wish that Jennifer Coolidge's character, Tanya. I wish she would have told her assistant that she saw the uh guy. Right. She hinted at it, but she didn't come right out and tell and her. Yeah, just tell. Like that's what I don't like about these um series in general. Cause it just yeah. say well, talk how you would you know, normally talk. Like the,
1: the communication is very odd. Yeah. You know, a things that a person would just normally say. Right. They would just come out and say it on in in this series right all these episodes everyone has a communication problem
0: right right for
1: some reason you know and they could and they could extend the series without making the people seem so ridiculous right you know yeah yeah,
0: yeah. um so an- another relationship that uh has that not i'm not interested in it uh is uh valentina the hotel manager um obviously she had a crush on Isabella who um you know works in the hotel but oh, her heart
1: hysterical. her oh, heart was, was so broken funny. right and she yeah. found
0: out that uh is- Isabella is engaged well, to I would like to
1: say she's disappointed because um after all she had had really nothing to do she right. just likes Isabella right. uh, Isabella never you know she never had any relationship with Isabella she's just disappointed because right. it's just probably not going to happen
0: now right and now and Mia who started off being uh, Lucia's Lucia's like good friend, the, the sex worker, yeah. uh, she, it seems like the roles have kind of reversed at this point because she seems as though she's ready, willing, and able to sell her goodies to get whatever she wants, right? That's right.
1: That's yeah. right. She and doesn't so, mind doing sexual favors to boost, to bolster her career. Right. It's true for <laughs> sure.
0: So, um, and then- Oh, okay, and we forgot about the three generations of uh the, the granddad, the father, and the son. I, I don't, to me that they, they just, at this point, seem like a uh, comic relief.
1: Yeah, that's you know? exactly right. That's exactly right. The trip out into the country, yeah. hoping to find long-lost relatives who right. they don't know if they're related to them or not. Did you thought just going on a wild goose chase? Yeah. You know, so that was And
0: Lucia's, is, I guess, is that her pimp?
1: that's chasing them or took her. the jury's still out with me i don't know if that's a pimp if that's a husband if that's a boyfriend i thought you know is it all a bit to extort money from the you know the guys the other guys you know i I don't know what's going on you know we don't know what's going
0: on and then finally my this um these two couples uh cameron and i don't remember her name his wife yeah. and then we have harper harper and ethan okay so all the stuff that's going on with them has become more you and more interesting they, i don't know
1: if they're trying to swing if they're trying to just make each other you jealous. keep saying
0: that they're trying to swing the, well, i don't know that's not cameron's wife is not even involved in whatever is going on well not yet with that's it. what you say things change Every week is something No, different. Ma, they're, she's not trying to... No, she's not trying okay. to something.
1: All no, right. Okay, I'm glad you know the writer's intention. I don't know, I don't know but that's not...
0: That is not what they're that's doing not right That's not what
1: now. they're doing at this juncture.
0: Right, so okay. where did you... Here, Ma, the big thing that you missed, and I don't know why you went there, what about Ethan and... um? What about, sorry, Harper, Harper and Cameron? Remember, like, and Ethan is going crazy. Like, he's obsessing, thinking that his wife had sex with his best friend, and he's like he doesn't believe it he's becoming paranoid and it seems like the tables have turned because remember she felt like insecure at the beginning of this whole trip because now he's newly rich and you know he's kind of the star and she feels as though he he doesn't find her as attractive anymore and all this other stuff and now Ethan is like chasing after his wife and you know. Something is something is is just things have just changed and I like it and I think it's I think it's interesting. Okay, you know I anyway. think it's no, I do too. I think it's interesting as well. I just yeah. don't
1: know where it's going and whatever, you know, I don't know where it's going because clearly to me there's lots of sexual innuendo going on here, but I don't see them actually having any sexual activity anywhere among the group. You know, not man man, not woman woman, not woman to man. I don't see any sexual activity among the four. Well, you saw involved.
0: you saw Cameron putting his uh, hands rubbing on a uh, Well, no, legs. no, I
1: mean real sexual. That's like flirting. I mean real sexual activity. Okay. I don't see. I don't see any. The, and you know, I mean, the sexual activity that took place was with Cameron and and one of the prostitutes, right? Uh, and him and Cameron and his own wife. So you haven't seen any other sexual activity. Guess you know, what? We I'm haven't
0: seen, we and, haven't seen Harper and Ethan have sex.
1: Well, well, right. And that's what I said. Yeah. So, you <laughs> know, so cool. I don't know where, where they're going with this. And okay. he's so concerned about his wife, but yet he's not having sex with her. Right. So right. I mean, I don't, I don't know where any of it is going.
0: Okay. So now, guys, we're going to get into some recommendations. Um, uh, we talked about Chippendales before. Um, we'll you know oh, follow it up Yeah, you know. Is good yeah we'll, we'll follow up with that on next week Ma is there anything that you wanted to say about Chippendales uh no I just wanted to you
1: know recommend it and mm-hmm. say to everyone please don't think it's a story just about uh male strippers because it's a lot more to it than that okay it mm-hmm. is a very interesting uh drama and crime series it is good okay Okay. that's all i want to say please don't think it's just a story of happy-go-lucky male strippers it is not
0: okay Uh, And then George and Tammy, which is on Showtime, and they've only released one episode at the time of this recording. So we want to, you know, have a couple more episodes under our belt before we go. That is Tammy Wynette Wynette
1: and country singer Tammy Wynette and George Jones.
0: Yes. And I will tell you the first episode, which stars Michael Shannon and. why is why can't i think of her name? What Jessica her name? Chastain. Jessica Chastain. Yes, and I love Jessica Chastain. Uh right. it stars those two, and it was really good. The first episode it it was I I enjoyed it. Yes it was. It was, it was exciting. Oh yeah. Yeah. And um, finally, the third recommendation, where all episodes are available, um, and we didn't have time to talk about it before, um, but we want to recommend you check it out, is Peripheral. And it is sci-fi, very interesting sci-fi from the producers, I think, of Westworld. And it's set in the future and is starring Chloe uh, Grace Moretz. And it's about cutting-edge technology and also a very skilled VR gamer. So I recommend you go check it out. Like I said, all episodes are means
1: Virtual Reality Gamer. Yes. And, and that too is interesting. Very intriguing. Lots of interesting characters. And you may want to check that one out as well.
0: Okay. So Ma, let's talk about some updates. Okay. So since we last recorded... Nia Long and email Dugo have officially parted ways after 13 years together. Any Oh, thoughts? didn't
1: we announce that back when they announced that he was going with the woman?
0: We
1: we didn't. We were oh, thinking okay. that. Oh, but okay. It just seemed like it was over at that point.
0: Okay. No, no thoughts? Oh, that was your thought?
1: Yes. I don't have any other thing to say about that. That's ridiculous. Of course it's over. I-
0: I okay. wish Neil Long we, happiness. I hope
1: that it would be over.
0: I wish Neil Long happiness. I hope that you know she finds uh, a person that will make her happy. And uh, Ime mean, Adugo, I, I hope that he does get another opportunity to coach um, in the NBA. Um, but yes, I hope that because he he's a good coach. respects his wife, the, the, well, not wife, but one, women in his family, whatever. And
1: I hope he does a good job coaching wherever he goes. That's true. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, number two, update my Nike has officially parted with Kyrie Irving. And so Kyrie wore his Nikes uh, at a recent game, but he blocked the Nike emblem and he released a statement and the statement was, you know, pretty cool, pretty nice, you know, thanking the people who brought his shoes. However, um, the message, he had a message on his shoe and it said, I am free Thank you, God. I am. Okay. All right. So that
1: means he no longer owes Nike anything because he's free (laughs) to say and do what he wants to do. Okay. You know, I respect that. Well, you know, I respect that because he is free. He's, he's, you know, not, uh, you know, has no, uh, obligation to Nike. So Mm -hmm. be it.
0: Okay, Um, I don't, I'm not really sure Um, how I feel about it, but it seems like something that Kyrie would say, Uh, you know. Her, I don't think I
1: have a problem with it. I've had a, a problem with lots of things he said, but I'm, I think I'm kind of okay with that.
0: Okay, I mean, I didn't, I just don't I'm, really know I'm what okay. to say about it. I'm okay with my
1: interpretation of that, okay? Right, right. Yeah.
0: hmm Okay, and he didn't say anything mean or nasty. He just said okay. how he felt. Good
1: for him. Good okay. for him. Good for him, Kyrie. It sounds like you, you know, seems like you've grown a bit. Good for you. Selma, so, mm-hmm.
0: and uh, other breaking news. Go. Christian Cinema is leaving the Democratic Party and is registering as an independent. Oh. She says, I've registered as an Arizona independent. I know some people might be a little bit surprised by this, but actually I think it makes a lot of sense. I've never fit neatly into any party box. I've never really tried. I don't want to. Removing myself from the partisan structure, not only is it true to who I am and how I operate, I also think it'll provide a place of belonging for many folks across the state and country who are also tired of the partisanship. Hmm, what do you think, Ma? Oh, and cinema, we... Just so, so, so everyone knows, Democrats have two independents who um, caucus with them, and that's Bernie Sanders and Angus King, but they are obviously more liberal. Cinema didn't say who she was going to caucus with, and we know that she's probably going to lean more conservative or definitely center, but more conservative. Okay, sorry, Ma. Okay, uh, uh, I will say this. I mean, she... Uh,
1: She's gonna be running again for 2024 and she'll be challenged in 2024. So let's just see how it goes. She's always been self-serving and untrustworthy and a pseudo Democrat. She's never been a real Democrat as far as I'm concerned.
0: She, I don't. Oh.
1: She blocked some some major legis- legislation f- uh, for the Biden agenda. So let's just see how she goes. She's voted, you know, Democrat sometime, but let's just see how it goes. You know, and that that's how I feel about her. You know, she'll be challenged coming up soon, and she knows what it be twenty twenty three. You might as well say in mm-hmm. a couple of weeks, so she'll be challenged coming up soon. So let's just see.
0: I don't think she's that popular in Arizona anymore. Yeah. I think a lot of people have issues yeah. with her. Well, that's what I'm, I'm talking worried. about let's see if she holds her seat. You know. Yeah yeah I, I i don't know what cinema is trying to do except um you know get attention but she always was very independent to me to me, yeah, to me she's always been just self-serving yeah you know, yeah. you know no allegiance to
1: anything no allegiance to necessarily the betterment of the country you know yeah. just
0: self-serving yeah okay so um uh, my this is the last one, um, but this isn't really an update, but um, this is, I want you to tell me if this is out of pocket or on the money before we get into our reality show of the week. So you know Micah Parsons, huh? Right? You know, uh, on the Dallas Cowboys? Yes. Okay. So Mr. Parsons tweeted some interesting comments after finding out that Brittany Griner had been released from a Russian prison. Okay, so what Mm -hmm. did Micah have to say? He said, Wait, nah, we left the Marine? Hell nah. Then he followed up with a now deleted retweet of President Biden's announcement where Parson said, we still not voting for you. So of course, you know, he had a, a change of heart. My last tweet was no shot at Brittany Griner. I'm super happy she's back home as she should be. I just have family who have served and it's crazy to me the president wouldn't bring him home too. I'm the furthest thing from a Trump supporter but I'm not a fan of Biden either. Wait, hold up. Then he had to backpedal even before. Just spoke to some people that I respect and trust. I should have been more educated on the topic and not treated Thank you. out of emotion Thank you. for my Thank family you, and- and, other, and others who have served for that, I apologize. Also, if what I'm told about the attempts to bring retired Marine Paul Whalen home are true, then the best outcome was accomplished. I pray Mr. Whalen comes home, but I'm extremely happy for Brittany and her family. I am not too prideful to admit when I made a mistake.
1: All right, okay. Now I was gonna go out of pocket, mm-hmm. but he mere with himself okay and since he did okay all right we we all can grow and learn i do it every day even at this stage of the game mm-hmm. since he apologized i'm good and he said just exactly almost verbatim what i was going to say to him wait a minute you need to learn a little bit more before you speak on it you need to do know. you
0: think that he learned a lesson now or yes. do you think that that was his publicist that told him that look you messed up no man. I think
1: he I think he
0: I think he got some information
1: no I think he I, I felt when you felt he, he got some. okay uh, yeah I think he got some information okay I think he spoke off the cuff okay. and, didn't, and didn't know what the hell he was talking about I think he really got some information okay. that doesn't sound like publicist that sounds to me like Oh, whoa, wait a minute. You know, people were talking about him and let him know that that was not an option. That was not the choice that was presented to the body. I think it was both.
0: Okay. Okay. I think that Micah is probably the best defensive player in the league. And I think all eyes are on him. And I think that somebody said, look, Micah, you better learn this here quick. And you also better think about your paycheck. Don't talk crazy. I think all of that happened. And so at the end, he's still one young. doesn't do the other.
1: You know, they yes. can coexist. No problem yeah. with that. I, I agree with you. And Michael's young. He's, yeah, he's yeah. like twenty three. I, I, I think so. that's good for whatever reason. You know, a lot of good yeah. things are done for you know, uh, not so nice reasons. You know, right. so I think it. You know, I think it all worked out well. He mea right. cope with himself. I'm going with it. Okay.
0: Good. I you know I I like Micah. so. He's mm,
1: yeah. On. Okay. You know, I'm going with it. Yeah, absolutely
0: okay uh what else is going on so we need to talk about um a reality show our reality show of the week mom which is back in the groove and this is only based on for me one episode um i will get back to you all next week on the entirety of the series okay And this is about three women in their 40s who are looking for love or lust but they say looking for love uh, at a resort in DR and is hosted by Tate Diggs. And the guys are all significantly younger, although some of them aren't quite as young as advertised because they have some who are in their early thirties um, who are nowhere yeah. near half their age. and so in mid thirties. They have some in the mid thirties?
1: Well, I think I saw one that was like maybe 34
0: Oh, oh I, I didn't see that one I, yet.
1: Yeah, yeah, I didn't see all the ages, but, uh, you know. I know they
0: have some as young as 22. Um
1: Diggs himself is in his 50s.
0: All right, so they have, so, okay. But anyway. But he's not uh, a contestant. Yeah. So to make a long story short, Ma, what do you think of back in the groove? What are your okay, first impressions? so immersions? I'm scratching my head. So there are three women ages
1: 41, 42, and 43. Correct. Okay. Two of the women have sons that they had when they were very early, so they have sons mm-hmm. that are in their early twenties twenty one, twenty two. Mm-hmm. Couple a couple of the women, and the other woman doesn't have any children. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to say too much because you're always telling me I tell too much. I don't want to say too much. I just want to say this.
0: I, this is the. You can talk about the first episode, which you saw. You can say.
1: Uh, I forgot. I saw more than the first episode. So I'm not exactly oh. sure where the first episode ended. I saw the first couple of well,
0: my, how about the obvious thing in the first episode that was a, like the cliffhanger. And we were like, what? Why? Is well,
1: I know I, you can share that. I'm not going to share that. You know, you share that with everyone. Me, <laughs> I'll just say this. I'm not sure where the women are going. If the women are seriously looking for love after staying at the Groove Hotel or the Groove Resort, mm-hmm. or if they just are having a, a, a lust-filled fling during their stay at the Groove Resort. So uh, I'm not really sure.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And and I will say that I think that either way, the women are not going to lose because they have a lot of guys and some of the guys are really attracted to older women and have that history and that's what they like well I it's don't know about that well
0: you don't know but I watched it longer than you no no no. I don't mean that I mean, that. I mean that whole idea of oh I'm attracted to older women like that's just uh, I don't know well, I no, feel well
1: please you that's what they said one of them was married to a woman almost 40 years older than
0: him well, you don't think that was odd so, and then he also said, What else what did, he did he say? Ma? He also oh, said, The woman, Ma. Minute, let's
1: not go with odd. Okay, my, did also, the guy it's also it's say the, the
0: women was too young that they had up there that they were too? He was like, My still?
1: is as opposed to arguing with you, my thought is that the women have lots of attractive men if they just want to have a fling and have fun, they got men to do that with. And if they want to choose to potentially have a longer relationship with people once they leave the hotel, there's a few men who appear to really be serious enough to do that. My initial thought was, forget it; they ain't going nowhere. Well, I haven't these seen that boys. part yet, ma. Okay, you well, went I didn't further see it than the first episode. You went, you went I further. Until, I didn't see it until about the third episode. I know
0: you went okay. further than we had agreed so, upon.
1: So that's all I'm saying. I'm saying that the men are not as shallow as I thought they were.
0: I know ma. That's all I'm using. But that wasn't okay that's I think it's
1: fun. I'm glad. I love to see it. Wonderful. Good ma. Great. I
0: love to see it. Ma nah. okay i don't really i don't really know what to say i've only saw the first episode we had agreed that we would watch the first episode and then we would finish it for the next um I'm not sure next is. week but anyway okay uh, so i don't know um my opinion on it was i didn't think that the guys initially appeared to be Um, I felt that they've seemed really young and, um, you know, I, some of them seem really young and seem really immature to me. And it didn't necessarily seem like these would be men that these women would just, you know, gravitate toward or really be into it's only a first episode for me. So I obviously have to see, you know, later on. I don't like, um, what I saw from the one guy whose mom apparently is, um, he's in in the competition and his mother is one of the three women who are um you know the main ladies on the show so that to me was a little bit odd um but we'll see how that plays out um but yeah I definitely um think it's cute and I definitely um recommend it and um we'll I follow too. up about that we
1: agree I do too daughter
0: and and we'll follow up um next week um you know to tell you all about it back in the back in the groove yes and my and i just say this for the audience to know we don't have to agree it's okay for us to disagree i think um, as long as we do it in a respectful way on the show
1: okay i i think our audience already knows that we often disagree Uh, daughter i think our audience is aware of that
0: okay okay all right ma um so let's tell everybody three things that made us smile
1: the sun the stars and the moon
0: okay um i'm gonna go with uncle nearest has crossed the 100 million dollar mark in sales and congratulations to fawn weaver congratulations to everybody um, at uncle nearest okay uh, uh number two harry and megan's ratings top the crown on netflix congratulations oh, wow. to them congratulations to harry and megan and my number three um i don't know if you saw the video you may have seen it um trevor noah had his last show his last episode um well, it was last night for us yeah, the show. um yeah and yeah. it was very he was very tearful and proudful and um he gave a shout out to black women Um, And I want you to, if you haven't seen it, everyone go check it out. But one of the things he said of all, I always tell people, if you truly want to learn about America, talk to black women. And the whole speech that he gave, he gave a lot lot of stuff, but the way he talked about black women was just, um, I thought it was great. um, I felt so proud of him. It was unexpected. I did not see that coming at all. And I recommend you guys check it out on YouTube. The whole speech was probably like 17 minutes. Oh, Um, okay. So Ma, is there anything that you want to tell everybody before we go?
1: I want to tell everyone to, you know, enjoy yourself, have a wonderful holiday season, keep your heart open. uh, And as I've said before, you know, show grace, forgive old grudges and realize this journey is short and hey it may all be a dream okay enjoy your holiday season and be safe okay
0: um so i wanted to tell everyone that we um obviously we have some new episodes coming out because this is a new episode um but to check out our instagram page so that you know our our holiday episodes uh, because we have a few coming out but our schedule is a little bit different for the next couple of weeks Um, And I just wanted to tell everyone, thank you for listening to the Bambushi Happy Hour. We really appreciate it. We really appreciate the listens, the comments. Please continue uh, to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook um, at the Bambushi Happy Hour and All Things Pays Guys, email us at info at Subscribe to our YouTube channel at All Things Pays Really, really appreciate you guys. We want you to have a wonderful holiday season. Really appreciate you. Be safe, guys. Bye. Bye.